Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 110. Now, make sure that you stick around to the end of this podcast because I have some absolutely wild opportunities for you ladies in the tribe, Um, particularly if you're thinking of getting some work done with your website or some branding or some social media content. So make sure that you stick around. It's kind of unbelievable. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello, and welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Harris, and far out, I get to talk to some incredible people, Um, just phenomenal female entrepreneurs, not only in business, but just within themselves, like just as human beings, they are just incredible. And today's guest is one of those phenomenal people because not only has she just been through the ringer on a personal level in regards to her own health struggles, um, but she's just an amazing person who is so passionate about helping her clients get their businesses out there um, on the web. So yes, today we are talking about web design and I'm so excited to demystify um all of the jargon and the things that make you feel a bit uncomfortable when it comes to talking about, you know, websites, web development and all of that jazz. So without further ado, let's get into it. Tegan Kubler is a self-taught graphic and web designer who started her business, Tegan Kubler Designs, without any money at all, only passion. After rocking her business startup, Tegan took the plunge to hone in on the skills by attending university to gain the knowledge that she needed to then take her business to the next level. Tegan is a mum to one little boy and the year 2017 actually marks her 16th year as a cancer survivor. Yes, a biz mom and a cancer survivor. Her journey is truly remarkable. And in this episode, Tegan is going to share her secrets to help you strategize and nail your web design efforts while also giving her tips on starting your business with zero slush fund. So welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, Tegan. Thanks, Tracy. Lovely to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to dive into this stuff. A lot of my audience, um, they are in that seed stage of their business or their startup stage of their business. And I know you are in my Mums with Hustle Biz Club, the Facebook group, and popping up in there all the time are lots of questions around web design. So it's just incredible to have you on this podcast as an expert, um, particularly in WordPress, and we're going to dive into all of that stuff. So you're just going to bring so much value to this podcast. So I'm pumped to have you. Um, exciting. Tegan, I wanted to ask you just, you know, introduce yourself a bit more. Tell us about your family. Of course, tell us about your business and your startup journey because starting with zero funds is uh, probably all too common for all of us, but how did you make it fly? 
Yep. Um, well, my name's Take It, yes. Um, I'm uh, 29 years old and um, I've got my hubby who I've just celebrated our second anniversary but been with him for eight years. I've um, got a five-year-old son, Joey, my little miracle. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, like you said, uh, this is my 16th year living with leukaemia. I was diagnosed when I was 13 years old. So um, I had big plans when I was at school. I was uh, quite quite an academic person, um, big plans to go to university and, um, yeah, be a, be a doctor or be a lawyer, be something like that. Um, but then I got sick and uh, life changed. So, um, yeah, uh, basically... I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Um, I tried a whole heap of uh, different careers, um, basically just trying to find something that I could maintain while living with my condition, my illness, because especially with medications and everything like that, I got tired, fatigued, really ill off quite often. So holding down a job was a very, very difficult feat. Um, so, I mean, ultimately I knew uh in my later adolescence um early adulthood that my goal would be to build my own business so that I could be my own boss and take the time off that I needed um but I had no idea what I wanted to do so I pretty much just tried a whole heap of different things lots of little business ventures that of course failed but we got to try don't we um but in in that um what I found was that the part of building the business that excited me the most was coming up with branding, coming up with business name, building websites, things like that. I didn't have, like, a lot of skills going into it. I just sort of taught myself. Um, but, but that's where I found my passion in, in trying to set up these other businesses. I found that that's what, what I was passionate about. So that's how I got to where I am. A lot, lot of other stuff along the way, um, study, uh, extra study to sort of boost that, but, but that's how I started out. I love it. I love that you were so open to kind of realising where your strengths were, like you're absolutely identifying your genius zone and that area that you thrive in and then just realising, hey, this is the business idea in itself. This is the thing that I can yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite incredible. Awesome. Okay. I also love, Tegan, that you said you knew you just had to be your own box, boss because it would afford you that flexibility that your life needed, um, but it meant a lot of trial and error and I guess a mindset to fail fast and just try different things but then to be able to pick yourself up and then try something else. Exactly. Well, I mean, I was so used to failure um, and, you know, it was it was disheartening for a long time that um, pretty much everything that I tried, you know, ultimately I did fail. Um, things that, that I was, certainly was passionate about, things that I did enjoy doing but just didn't have the stamina um, that I needed to follow through. And so, so yeah, I, w I was quite used to that, trying things and being knocked down. But you know what? It just, it just made me stronger and I just knew that I just had to keep on going until I found what would make me happy and, and what I could be good at and, and um, yeah, sustain long term. Wow. So many people are thinking, you know, 
when they hear that saying, never give up, like they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, well, (laughs) you know, like that's just a nice saying to pep someone up. But, like, it's true because you found your thing that you love and that you thrive on and, yeah, it's created you the life that that you love and I think that's very inspiring. Um, I was just listening to a podcast not very long ago with the with Oprah and the CEO of um, Starbucks and I think he shared in that episode that he had to pitch over 200 times to various people to mm-hmm. kind of get, yeah, the, the funding and, and I don't know, his business off the ground mm-hmm. and, yeah, 200 times he encountered failure but you know, never stop. So I think that grit and that resilience is, yeah, it's necessary because having your own business is tough. Yeah. Well, well give, giving up just isn't an option pretty much. And, and having going through, going, been gone through cancer, um, leukemia, I can't give up where that's concerned. You know, I mean, mm. I keep fighting. If I don't fight, then, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. So yeah, and that that's followed through professionally. It's just, you just got to keep on going. You got to keep on going until you've got the success that, that you want. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you're taking like you're taking the term mums with hustle to a whole new level. Just saying. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, well, Tegan, you've built Tegan Cobbler Designs from the ground up yourself, as we said, no slush fund. And, you know, we've said it takes a certain amount of grit to be able to do that. So what's your advice um, that you'd give to fellow mums with hustle who are just starting out in their business or they want to start out with a biz, but they have zero money to do so. Okay. Well, I mean, the biggest thing when you're starting out your business with no money is that it's very easy to lose that motivation quickly and things aren't moving as fast as you want them to. Um, You've got all these big ideas, you're motivated to get started, but then you keep on hitting that brick wall because you've got no money to to get where you need to. Um, Pretty much just, just, have an end, have an end goal in sight, you know. Just a, a focus of your your dream home, something like that. Just where you want to be in ten years time, and just really never lose sight of that because that will get you through, no matter how long it takes. Be kind to yourself and just take things slowly because, you know, you can only do what you can do, and if it means you know, having another side job that will will, will help you out and um, give you a little bit of funds that you can put into that dream of yours, then then do it. Just know that it's only temporary and you will get to where you want to be. I mean, I was I was a Subway sandwich artist, so I mean, that's certainly not <laughs> my dream job. But, but look, it, it, it all helps and it all, all adds to life experience as well. So just never, ever lose sight of the end goal and just keep chipping away because you will get through. You will get there. That is such solid advice. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so was the Subway sandwich artist thing like um, a bit of a, a side kind of job for you while you were getting Tig and Cubbler Designs set up? Yeah, it was. Look, I'm okay. just, you know, a little bit of extra money to help pay the bills pretty much, but, I mean, I knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't sort of commit to it long-term or anything, although I did work in probably about four different Subway shops. Um, but, look, it's it's it wasn't – I never got down about it. Like it wasn't like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm going to yeah. do the rest of my life. I knew that it was only temporary and that it was, you know, means to an end. So. Oh, I love it. Like 
You are, you're crazy. You're like, you probably belong, um, in the collective mag. I'm just staring at my pile right now. Like these are the stories that Lisa Messenger loves of people that are like, they know what they want and they're willing to do what they've got to do to kind of get there. And if it's Subway Sandwich Artist, you go, girlfriend. Yeah, because that was you had your eyes on the prize and you had your vision and you made it work. I think that's so oh, cool. I mean, yeah. it's important. I mean, I suppose I will say that, that you know, even though leukaemia is a big thing and it's not something that, of course, you would ever wish on anybody, I have to say that a big part of it I do feel lucky to have gone through it because it's basically – I don't know, any obstacle that I'm faced is never as big as that one. So everything mm. seems easy to overcome. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just, yeah, you, you can do anything. You can just do anything that you set your mind to. Yeah. It's your biggest thorn in life, but it's brought you the most graces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, as small business owners, the world of creating a website can be like, really daunting um, for the majority of us and it can quickly lead to overwhelm as I'm sure you've seen again in the posts and comments from the Mums with Hustle Biz Club on Facebook. Um, What tips would you give to my biz mums who are just starting to create their online presence and they want to give building a website a go but they're not particularly techie? Are there any certain website trends as well that we kind of need to factor in so that we are keeping up with the times and with the demand? Yeah, okay. So um, I'm, like you said earlier, I'm primarily um, a a WordPress developer. It's just my platform of choice. Um, Pretty much tried them all over the years, but I just keep coming back to WordPress. Um, It's just a highly flexible platform. And you can do just so much with it. Um, it's open source, which means you're not paying a huge amount of money each month to um, a company like Shopify or one of the other hosted solutions. Um, so it's yours. You own it. You know, once you have WordPress on your own hosting account, it, it's yours to do with what you want. Um, so I love WordPress. So 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 that's my number one tip: is go WordPress. Um, it, it can be a little bit challenging for for people who are not quite so tech savvy, but look, there's so many things that you can do with it to make it easier on yourself. For mums who are wanting to give building their own website a go, it's definitely not outside the realm of possibility by a long shot. Um, I do recommend that you have a chat to a web developer um, to begin with and and possibly just get some help um, with installation, um, just the basic software, getting that installed first on your hosting, on your website hosting. Um, so just for, for people who don't know anything about um, websites at all, um, hosting is pretty much where your website lives on the internet. It's where you would upload all of your files and everything. So, um, so yeah, without getting into too much detail, um, I, yeah, I'd recommend having a chat to someone like myself, web developer, um, and possibly getting some assistance with, with just the beginning stages. So installing um, WordPress, installing your website theme, um, and also just making sure all the securities and everything are in place just so that everything's nice and, um, yeah, secure. secure. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much to, to protect you against hackers and things like that. Um, so, yeah, for, for mums wanting to, to give the actual design um, part of the, of, the, of website 
building a go, um, I'd pretty much just recommend um, installing a really good quality theme. So probably none of the themes that are free. Um, so there are some really, really great premium themes out there that have uh, so what, what's called like a visual composer, a drag and drop builder. Yep. So no coding. So you don't have to worry about coding. So don't think um, that WordPress automatically means coding. It doesn't. There's just there's so many plugins and themes and everything to make it very simple for you to do yourself if you are a little bit tech savvy. So um, so yeah, that that would be my my biggest recommendation is to yeah get a really great quality theme for mums who maybe don't want to go down that path who are a little. Uh, yeah, not, not quite so confident um, actually building it themselves. Yeah, or just time poor or they yeah, just exactly. want to get a strong yeah. start and outsource that straight away. Absolutely. What yeah. do you think they should do? So, um, yeah, when it comes to employing the services of a developer, um, basically the major thing is to do your research. So um, it can be, yeah, really hard to know exactly what you need and what's a fair price to pay. Um, so basically just ask questions. No matter what they are, no matter how silly they may seem, um, shop around and ask lots and lots of questions. Um, and remember that you don't always get what you pay for in terms of website design. So it's prices can vary so greatly and it can be really, really confusing um, when you go and talk to somebody and they say, some extravagant price and then you come to somebody else and they'll say something really, you know, so much lower than that. But it's important to know that, um, you know, I've seen websites that have cost like $5,000 to develop, you know, not a small amount of money. No. (laughs) You know, they have not been very good, to be perfectly honest. But then, I've, you know, on the flip side, I've seen some websites that have been under $1,000 and they've been fantastic, you know, that run circles around the 5K site. So money isn't everything, you know, just because you've got a high quote doesn't necessarily mean that that developer is going to provide the best site. So, Oh, that's so scary, Tegan. So what are the the questions that my audience should be asking then of a web developer? If you're saying we should ask questions, just... You know, throw well, it at them and you'll find the right one. What what should we ask? Yeah, the first thing I would do is uh, before you even, I suppose, get into um, communicating and asking questions is check reviews. So it's not just testimonials on their own website. What I really would go for is like live reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, people that, you know, you can you can see their profiles, you can see their, their businesses, you can, you know, see actual live proof of of what you know what these people have got to say about their developers so that's that's gold word of mouth is absolutely gold so um but then when you when you do get into actually chatting chatting with the web developers about what they can do for you don't be afraid to ask why should should i pick you you know there there are so many developers out there why should the job go to you and 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 take take good note in, in how they answer that question because a lot of people can, I suppose, how do I put this? Um, just be frank. Just say it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just like be full of hot air, I suppose. Okay. 
<laughs> so you want to make sure that they can back up what they're promising that they can do for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get examples of their work, specific examples of their work. Try and stump them, you know, ask them any difficult questions that, you know, that you may have. Now, you may not have any because you don't have much much experience yourself, but, you know, just, just feel com- comfortable and don't be intimidated either. Don't be intimidated at all. So, I mean, you're there, you're spending a considerable amount of money and especially in the startup stages when you don't have much money, you know, it's, it's, it's a big thing to invest in. So you, you be in control. Don't, don't be intimidated at all and make sure that you connect. You know, it's also very important to connect with your web developer on a personal level. You want to make sure that you feel like they get you, that they, mm-hmm. that they understand what you're trying to do, um, your vision for the business and that they they will genuinely help you get there. So picking up the phone sounds like it's necessary. Look, not not always. I mean, I'm I I don't um, often talk to all my clients on the phone, and, and that's fine. I mean, we're we're all busy, um, but it's 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 just connection. I mean, you want to want to talk to someone who is like going to going to communicate with you easily. That you're not waiting, you know, a week for an email back. Oh yes, and you know, be on chat on Facebook on on their on their page or something like that. If you've got a quick question, you'll know that you'll get a response. Okay, yeah. so just someone that is actually able to communicate with you, and then you will, as you say, you're you're right. You'll definitely pick up someone's vibe if they're interested or passionate yeah. or qualified to do the work that you need. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, for me personally, you know, web development. It's, it's my job, but it is also my passion. So it's it's not like every client is just dollar signs. It's my goal with each project is to make the client happy and to be a positive influence in their business startup, you know, to, to help them get to their goal sooner. So, yeah, I mean, yeah that's... Yeah, that's really cool, you know, and we need like our websites – uh, it's just it's such a huge part of our business and our brand and the place that we generate our revenue so um yeah it's fantastic that you want to do the best that you can for your clients absolutely always <laughs> yes well what tips would you give to our biz mums who are just starting to create their business so in the early stages um like uh registering your business name and yeah all of that that real early stage yeah um so i mean i I love love new business startups um my favorite thing to do is is like right from the beginning brand everything like that so um i suppose the most important thing is making sure that your business name is available to register um you know i don't know how many times unfortunately i've seen people who have established a business with a name that they they haven't realized they actually had to you know get registered and then it's not available and they have to pretty much completely rebrand with a whole whole new name Mm. so i mean there's definitely um steps that need to be taken to ensure you do it all right so i mean starting with your business name and making sure it's available and not just available um like like to register through ASIC but also um make sure that those domain names are available as well you may not 
want to build a website straight away. It may just be like like a, like a later goal for you, but always prepare for growth. So um, make sure that the, the domain name is available. If possible, both the .com and .com.au. Um, not always possible. It's very, domain names are very hard to, to come by these days, getting harder and harder, um, but at, at least the .com.au um, for an Australian business, obviously. Um, yeah, and, and moving on to, to branding, I think that for, for serious businesses, people who have really, you know, got the goal to, to, to basically grow big and, and be very successful, um, it is important to have, have good branding, professional branding, um, not always feasible financially, but if, yeah, if you can get professional branding done, it will just save a lot of trouble down the road, I suppose, with um, having to rebrand. Um, seen lots of businesses who have done their own logo and stuff with, with existing clip art and Vista print designs and things like that um, and, and struggled with, with growing and then having to rebrand. And it just creates brand confusion. So, yeah, it, it is definitely a good investment in the early stages if you can. Mm, and I guess it's about if you can as well. I know we keep stressing that. Yeah. If you can start with your branding um, and your website at the place where you envisage your brand to be like in a few years time yeah that if you can do that now that's great because it is going to save all of that further expense confusion as you said and time around rebranding and if and if money is an issue, and this goes for for the web website design as well, um, you know, like ask your designers if they do offer payment plans, because you'd be surprised how many do. Um, like I I was getting so distraught by by having you know other mums come to me and say, look, I've got no money, um, I've got this goal, I've got this vision, can you help me? Um, what are your prices? Um, and I would tell them my prices and and you know tell them what I can offer them. And they're just like, I would love to, but I just can't afford it. And that broke my heart. Like, I mean, I, I would get excited about the project and really want to do it. And then I'd tell them my price and, you know, yeah. they wouldn't be able to go through with it. So I brought in payment plans, um, interest-free payment plans, and it's just it's just taken the pressure off so much. So, you know, they can get their branding and their website up straight away and pay it off over time. And that's just when, when there's other things in business, especially other expenses that can't be paid off, um, buying stock and all of that sort of thing, then it, it's just, just one less thing to have to worry about. Yeah, that is very, very um, important and great that you do that. So it's just a matter sometimes, as you said, of just asking your web developer if they offer the payment. Yeah, payment. I mean, they may not advertise it because, of course, you know, I'm sure a, a lot of developers would prefer that that upfront payment but yeah certainly certainly worth asking the question I think we're even seeing that trend of you know payment plans um even with e-commerce and afterpay and all of that absolutely with afterpay and that, and that's you know what I was going to say was one of, one of the biggest trends in web design at the moment afterpay for e-commerce is absolutely massive 
um, I've seen a huge influx in in online stores, um, people wanting online stores built pretty much primarily so that they can have Afterpay. And I've seen Afterpay rescue small businesses from closure. So um, even though the fees are quite high, I think that it's it's certainly worthwhile because it's it just brings brings um, customers in and sales in that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Mm. They didn't have that that pay, that payment plan option. So, yeah, it's it's a fantastic addition to e-commerce. Yeah, and something to think about. There's a lot of people that are sometimes like, yeah, but the fees. And, and so what you're saying in your experience with your clients, you've literally seen it save businesses. Absolutely. That's huge. Absolutely. And, yes, the fees are high, but, like, I mean, if you've, if you've got enough profit margin in there to, to you know, justify the fee, honestly, the sales, the amount of sales that wouldn't have happened anyway otherwise, yeah. you know, it, it, it makes up for it. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Sounds like a bit of a no-brainer then in that case. <laughs> Got to do it. Okay. Um, before we move on, are there any other trends that we need to consider when creating our websites? Look, just um, being modern, I suppose. I mean, you don't want your website to look like it's from the 90s. <laughs> so, um, it's yeah, it's just responsive web design, um, not a new trend, but uh, being mobile friendly is just essential. So um, Google will favour mobile friendly websites. So uh, when you have your website built, make sure that it not only looks good on your laptop or computer, but it looks good on your mobile as well. Majority yeah. of will be browsing and shopping on a mobile device these days. So it needs to be easy to use and look look as appealing on mobile as it does on your laptop. Mm, very good advice. So make sure, everyone, that you're testing the whole customer journey and experience on all devices. <gasps> yeah, because that's a big one. Like as soon, I know, as an online consumer, as soon as I run into something that isn't mobile friendly or is a bit tricky um, or I can't find something, you know, I can't find where to purchase a ticket for an event or whatever. I'm just like, uh, too hard. And I literally give it like just a couple of seconds before I I X out of that, that site. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. People, don't, people don't have time these days, um, you know, it, to have anything other than a, a seamless browsing um, experience. So, you know, we've we've all got very very busy lives. So yeah, yeah it's if you don't have, don't have time to get to the shops, and, and that's a lot of the reason why we online shop anyway. Yep, so, for convenience. <laughs> so make it convenient. Exactly. It needs to be convenient. So <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, Tegan. Well, I want to ask you um, back to you know your own self as a boss mom or boss lady. Has there been a particular turning point for you? in setting up your business or in the growth stage of your business? And by that I mean, was there anything at any stage that really had a positive impact or just amplified where you were to where you are now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, for for a long time um, in the early stages of, of my business, I was sort of floating around not quite knowing, you know, what to do, how to get myself out there, um, you know, 
because of my illness, because of having to leave school early and, and all of that, I mean, I, I led quite, quite a sheltered life. Um, I didn't have much confidence and um, I didn't really fully develop social skills for networking and all that sort of thing. So, I mean, it, it made it very difficult to, to sell myself, to sell my business confidently. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for me, a turning point was when I met one of my earliest clients, um, who's now a very dear friend of mine, Beck. Um, she basically took me under her wing, um, with, you know, her, her gorgeous big heart and pushed me out there, pushed me out there into the world. Um, and invited me into several business groups on Facebook, um, gave me a huge rap and just just said, you know, you have to you have to use this girl. She's amazing. So she just showed me a huge amount of kindness and helped me build my my confidence. And since then, pretty much it's it's all been word of mouth. Um, you know, she, she brought brought me other clients who brought me other clients and it's just just all sort of boomed from there. That's incredible. And of course when people do that, um like you're tapping, like you are, I guess, essentially coming into contact with your ideal customer or with your customer avatar through word of mouth of others. So it's yeah. not really, it's not really social media for you as such. That is your main platform, but it's in real life connections. Yeah, is that exactly. correct? Yeah. 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 Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 the driving force behind my success really is my clients, you know, and I and I and I have to say that that I do owe it all to them because, you know, their their confidence in me and just basically inviting me into this this huge part of their lives. I mean, they're they're building their business and they're they're bringing me into their dream, you know, basically, and and enlisting me to help them help them make it happen. So. It's 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 a huge thing and it's a very humbling experience. Yeah, um, but you've obviously done a phenomenal job, Tegan. For them to then go and tell their closest family and friends or um you know, people in their networks is just I think a credit to you and your passion and your work ethic and the standard of work that you do. So that's why they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are you are super humble, so I'm just going to call you out on that and just say <laughs> you don't even have to say anything now. I'm just giving you high fives and pats on the back. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Mums with Hustle podcast, for walking us through your personal and biz journey. Um, I, as I said, I think so many times I find you remarkable, your grit, your resilience, um, the ability for you to just feel the fear and then just do it anyway, your commitment to your clients, your knowledge, your skills, all of that. So thank you for also equipping us with some, I don't know, I guess a bit more confidence when it comes to talking tech and speaking to web developers. If we don't speak that lingo day in, day out, it can be really intimidating, Tegan. So thank you for um, lifting the veil of all of that and just making us feel a bit more comfortable to go and have those conversations. Where can my listeners go if they'd like to connect with you and actually talk about website development, WordPress stuff, design stuff? Where are you hanging out online? Um, mainly Facebook. My my Instagram has got a bit of tumbleweeds blowing through it at the moment. That's okay. Uh, 
I'm, I'm a, traditionally a Facebook girl. I'm trying to get onto the Instagram bandwagon, but um, it's a slow process for me. Um, but yeah, uh, Facebook, I'm there. Chat to me anytime um, on my my page, just uh, Tegan Keebler Designs, and my website, tegankeeblerdesigns.com.au. Um, and my portfolio and all my works on there. Uh, come and have a chat to me. I'm really nice, I promise. Yes, I'll, I'll we can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll get back to them. And, yeah, from time to time when I see anyone in the biz club asking about WordPress or web design, I'm really quick to just type in your name and tag you. So I hope, um, yeah, people check you out or recommend you because I know that we do here at Mums with Hustle. We think you're awesome. But thanks again, Tegan. And, yeah, all the best with your business. And I look forward to bumping into you, no doubt, in the Mums with Hustle Biz Club. Excellent. Thanks so much. Take care. All right. Thank you so much, Tegan, for joining me on this episode, for walking us through your biz startup journey. It is always so inspiring to hear someone speak openly about the fact that they built their own biz from the ground up with no money. Because for so many of us, that is exactly how we started our own businesses. I know it's like that for me here at Mums with Hustle. Um, and what you shared about, you know, having grit and feeling the fear and just doing it anyway, um, and just working within your passion areas and being motivated by satisfying your clients. I really connect with all that. And it was so evident in your responses. Girlfriend, I think I could hear the smile as you spoke about web design and development. If there's one thing that you take out of this episode, it is that you need to ask questions of your web developer. Ask questions. Do not be afraid to do that. And of course, check out their reviews, live, real life reviews by visiting their Facebook or Googling for online reviews. Now, because Tegan is so phenomenal at what she does, we here at Mums with Hustle are actually in the process of working with her on a project that we have been busily creating behind the scenes here at Mums with Hustle. I'm so excited to share that with you once it is complete. But, you know, the important thing here is that we have selected Tegan to work with. And that is because she really does care so much about making her clients happy. Her customer service has been phenomenal and we're just really happy with the product that she's been creating for us. And as I said, I can't wait to share it with you. Now, Tegan has also been so kind as to put together three unique packages for Mums with Hustle. So if you have been thinking about getting some web design stuff done, if you've been thinking about redoing or, or you know, rebranding or creating logos and all of that sort of stuff, this is what Tegan specializes in. And as I said, she's got three uniquely exclusive packages for Mums with Hustle. I want you to head over to mumswithhustle.com slash Tegan. And when you get there, you're going to see these three packages. There is the Queen Bee package, the new Biz Mum branding package, and the ready to socialize package. And the exciting thing is that all three of these packages have been slashed by 50% 
off, but it is only exclusive to those of you in Mums with Hustle. So make sure you head over to mumswithhustle.com slash Tegan and take action fast because the Queen Bee package is actually limited to the first 10 action taking biz mums. So make sure you jump over and check those out. Until next time, ladies, you have got this. Back yourself. Don't give up. Baby steps because you will get there. Take care and have an amazing week. Bye. (laughs) 